Now let's uh, come to the here and now. Many things have happened since Australia were last here playing test cricket, among them Sandpaper Gate. So of all the brain fed gates possible, that should have been the biggest one. People have lost their captaincy and they've come back in some captaincy role and then people grew moustache. But in all these things, the poor scapegoat guy, Mr. Bancroft, is, uh, is no longer in the scene, but the other two are much here. Apart from that, let's take a look at who we will miss in this series. And... For the longest time, it looked like two of the hottest commodities in Test cricket, Cameron Green and Rishabh Pant, will not be part of this series. But it so happens uh, Green is uh, recovering quite well. Even if he won't play that full role of all-rounder, they still have him as a batsman. So now I'm not entirely sure what that means to the team. And he also had a very specialist fielding position, if you can remember. He was in that wide gully position where he was uh, using his height to full advantage in the grounds of Australia. Whether that will still be coming into play in India remains to be seen. So Cameron Green in India is still an unknown commodity and we'll have to give him time to see how he copes in the Indian conditions, the Indian pressure. But he can also give some selection headaches for his team. I don't know how committed they are to that 7 plus 4 format. With him not having a bowl, probably they might try to quote-unquote rest him and include a second spinner. Uh, the other casualty, Pan, sadly, is still recovering. And this definitely gives a selection headache for his team. And middle order now becomes like a three-tiered all-rounder pack of spinning batsmen. And you have, the, you have choices between Sir, Sir, which is Aksar, and then Ash. So there's no Saha, of course. So we have to see who raises to the... There is enough chance that Rahul will keep. And if you look at these guys forming the middle to lower middle order, you can either say that you have a long batting lineup or you can say you have a long tail. It really depends on who you ask. Then let's look at who we will not miss in this series. So Maxwell is always considered like that spinning all-rounder for them. And it could be a good thing that they just went away from him and not in the squad. Having him in the test setup was not really a good idea. He he didn't do any justice to any of the roles and nothing much has changed in his approach to the game as far as test cricket is concerned. For India, this might be a little controversial. I know this guy has had a few brave knocks, but the dropping of Vihari from the scheme of things is probably a good thing. Like he is going quietly and just the same way he came into the team as well, very quietly. And in right. between, he was very quiet. He was at his best when he was injured. What can you yeah, do? More memorable that? 20s than centuries. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, the most memorable innings he has played, even in domestic cricket, is when he has been injured. Right. Uh, so, Hanuma is definitely out. I he was great in Bangladesh. And probably this is the series where he would make the middle order slot his own. Yeah. What do you run? I'll give you one more name who I think we won't miss. And that is Jaspreet Bumrah. I mean, he. what we know so far is that he isn't in the first two tests. He may not make the other two as well. But my case is primarily built on the fact that we have three extremely good fast bowlers. Umesh, Shami and possibly Siraj, or even Unadkat for that matter. I mean, I mean, we, we have no history on how Unadkat will play at home. But the fact that we have these four pace bowlers of which we will max play only two in any game kind of puts us in a situation where I feel like we won't necessarily miss Bumrah. I mean, even otherwise, Bumrah doesn't 
play much at home he's played very very few tests so that would be my additional name to add in the in the will not miss list completely agree with everything you said on on the who will we miss i mean we will desperately desperately miss pant not having him there is going to be a, a problem particularly because you know we have both pujara core sort of in this transition mode we have no idea how, you know how they're going to turn up kohli i mean kohli has been blowing hard blowing cold he showed up in the one days but then again the two tests in bangladesh did not go all that well for him he seems to have picked up some sort of susceptible form against the spinners so i think there are a couple of things there you know i i was looking up the numbers again pujara in the last 3 years has played 23 tests averages 30 kohli has played 20 tests averages 26 and then of course the oldie the oldest of them all rohit sharma our captain though he has averaged a very healthy 45 he, he just hasn't played enough tests you know 13 tests in the last 3 years so these three people are all sort of suspect you know from a batting perspective and i'm tying that element back to pun's availability or for that matter even ayer's availability because in the few tests that they all played together they were very good at bailing the team out in the lower middle order after these bunch failed at the top and i feel kind of a little skeptical about how that will go you mentioned vihari hari got dumped averaging about the same as what has been averaging for that matter even mayank agrawal got dumped averaging about the same as what virat has been averaging so yeah th- those are a-, a couple of you know questionable ones we aren't probably going to be able to accommodate uh, gill once a year is back or we'll see how that goes i think that's going to be a question mark as well to me the big pivot really is along those lines and of course you know if we do win we are then looking at a a place in the wtc final of course which is high stakes to play for and at the same time we are also possibly looking at toppling australia from the number one slot in the test ranking as well and and if that happens then you know raul dravid will have something to celebrate you know the coach that delivered the three number one rankings we are already number one in both t20 and one day if you remember the test matches are still holding out so that's at stake so that's my few thoughts on the series preview wasn't Yeah. Now, in terms of missing people, I mean, I agree with you. Bumrah need not play. Bumrah can just go straight to the IPL, and maybe given a choice, even Cameron Green can go straight to the IPL. But that's a different story. We are not trying to bring in a player who is in red hot form in domestics into the squad, because if you're bringing him in, then you have to take out that one guy who has not been playing well for the last two years. that may not fly very well so yeah <laughs> that's why we don't bring in these red hot players right jokes apart uh yes heading to the wtc final is the primary goal of the series and we are playing two tests before the south africans get on the field against west indies and i think all three or four of the tests before new zealand and sri lanka line up against each other we have a battle in our hands because we are playing against arguably the strongest team around yeah. Indeed. but we are playing at home we don't lose at home period we've seen that we've had this discussion about the bowlers that we have and many of them are turning up for the series umesh says shami siraj ashwin jadeja aksar this is, i think that as a team we are very very strong very difficult to beat at home and the australians are going to have a very tough time in spite of whatever prep they come to get over us that's my take on this now let's quickly go into the actual preview of the first test there's been a lot of chatter about the squad 
in the last few weeks especially about who didn't make it to the squad as in Sarfraz Khan but let's face it irrespective of Sarfraz Khan being in the squad or not the playing level was generally yeah, after yeah. Jan's second the day we found out that Rishabh Pant is going to be out of action for a while the playing level was pretty much set a few things happened though one is Shubman Gill's form has been stupendous just unbelievable and as the coach says he's finally living up to his potential and that actually introduces some doubt on whether rahul has a place in the team or not okay and uh, it would have been more serious but for the fact that ayer had a lower back pain correct so he is out of action so there's a good chance that both gill and rahul will play and not sky the other thing that happened was kuldeep kuldeep has been bowling beautifully and questions have been popping up as to whether they should play him ahead of aksar because aksar and jadeja are sort of similar you can go either way i do think if pant had been in the playing 11 kuldeep would have had the nod simply because we wouldn't miss that much batting here to me my preferred playing 11 for the first game would be rohit opening probably with kl with pujara at 3 Kohli at four, Gill at five, Jadeja at six, Bharat at seven, Aksar at eight, Ashwin at nine, which will make him a little upset. Yeah. And then Umesh followed by Siraj. And Ashwin will be more of a floater. If we lose some early wickets, he might even go up ahead of Bharat, just to plug the gap because of his ability to play more defensive cricket if required. So that that's my take here. Australia is in a bit of strife for the first. test two first choice bowlers out yeah. and their uh, talismanic future greatest all rounder of the game dobbin himself yeah saint dobbin himself being now a single dimensional player and i doubt whether he'll play the first game if his the finger injury is not okay so the choices are between him or playing matt renshaw yeah he's a pretty decent bat or ashton agar who can bowl some bat some but my take is that with smith and labushain bowling leggies and head bowling in office they don't need an extra ashton agar into the mix lion and swepson turn the ball in different ways right one is an offie and one is a leggy so i would think that they would go in with kawaja warner labushain smith head in the middle inshaw followed by kerry and then we have cummins lion swepson and boland making up the rest of the setup and uh, what my expectation is that either of the team will bat first after winning the toss to me the four key factors especially with pant not there will rohit be able to dominate the spinners because if that happens we win correct anybody who saw that second test against Chennai. england At Chennai, 161. I mean, Rohit finished the game. By the time two sessions were over in the first day, game the game was over. Much. That was a brilliant innings. And, and then, yeah, there was a brilliant innings, and Ashwin just nailed them with his second innings hundred. So they were not even in the picture. The other is Pujara. Now, what they will do with Pujara, we know they are going to put two guys in front of him and make him stretch forward and play that ball. And both the inside and outside edges are going to be at risk. and that will just make those two close in fielders 
far more dangerous. Ashwin is getting a buffet. Five left-handers in the top seven. And he can really give them a lot of grief. At the end of the day, I do think that Labushain and Smith are the key. And I personally feel it's all about how they handle Aksar. In the first innings in Jadeja in the second, is going to be fast and furious and straight and skiddy. Vijay, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, before getting into the squad, a little mythology reference here. So in the Mahabharat, right, the, the, the big, big war, which I'm equating to the WTC here, before the Mahabharat, there was actually prelude. There was another war. The Kauravas wanted to bring the Pandavas out of hiding. So they staged a mock battle. And sure enough, the Pandavas came out to help whoever it was. And uh, that, that's like a prelude to the Mahabharata. Then, then right, right, right. I uh, remember. This, I mean, that was the battle of Virat. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's Absolutely. Is, uh, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> They're supposed to pull them out of that one year of hiding. Incognito. Uh, one year of incognito. incognito. And then King Virata. Okay. Correct. That was so. the King Virat. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, going into any further details, I think this series is going to be Kohli's series. I, I think he needs to look anywhere for inspiration. I think he's sufficiently rested and all that. He has a few good knocks. He kind of knows what to expect in the home test arena, at least. The only thing for him is, I think they should find a good fielding position for him away from the slips. <laughs> so, <he's on> the <laughs> <top edges>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so his confidence stays high. Apart from that, the Indian 11, right? So, uh, sufficient changes from what you said. And here's where my thought process is. Whatever I observed so far, it seems to think like the CSK think tank in that he wants to put the most seasoned players when the stakes are high. So he's not going to kind of blood new people or try new combinations. He's like fully backing up the senior guys and have yeah. them do the job. So far, yeah, that's, that's what we have seen, right? So so for me, the top four reads are Rohit, KL, Pujara, and Kohli. And then Ayer, like I said, he's, he's kind of done enough to be at number five. No questions asked. And I think they're going to back Jadeja as a number six. We know that he's been out for a while, but he's kind of shines better when he's given sort of the subtle responsibility, not the whole responsibility of captain that, that can backfire. But if you give the subtle responsibility that, hey, you're the one who has to stitch the top order and the middle order, he has typically performed well. And Nagpur, Delhi, those are all surfaces that suits his style of batting as well. And more so, when I share the RC 11 that I have in mind, his role becomes even more important. Then I believe Bharat will be the keeper, but there might be an outside chance that they'll try to bring in somebody else. But let's see. Meaning KL might keep, but that's just chatter at this point. And I do want Aksar in the team as well. Uh, it's like for like with Jadeja, but that's a good thing to me. So the more tight control, Kuldeep can be loose at times. He can yes. give away runs. Exactly. But if Jadeja and Aksar just hold one end tight, gives Ashwin room to do his stuff. So we are looking at Ashwin bowling 15 overs on the trot, another 15-20 overs on the other side, which are super tight with no room for scoring, means some more freedom for Ashwin to display as well. The other thing I kind of picked up in one of his podcasts, I don't know if you guys saw this, he had a 
session with two of his school friends. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Settled in, in the yep. UK. Yep. And when they were putting together their love in, he was annoyed with them when neither of them chose Aksar. I'm not saying that Ashwin has a say in the selection or anything like that, but the thought process is that you need Aksar even if you have Jadeja. So sure. he's like, His you know, figures how, how... in India are just unbeatable. I mean, you just can't argue yeah. with all that stuff he did against England, right? But just one little point, uh, Vijay, to your squad. I think it's almost certain that Ayer isn't playing the first test because that back injury isn't healed. So we do have oh. a number five open topic in that sense. Correct, correct. I should have prefaced it. My disclaimer is that this is a squad assuming that everybody is fit because there will be changes. So this is my first choice squad from, from the 15 or whatever that's a squad. The Pacers would be Shami and Siraj in my opinion. Siraj has been great, especially... What we saw in Bangladesh with the new ball in the third, fourth innings, that guy is really good. He can make the pitch speak. For Australia, I think they will change that 7 plus 4. I think, wasn't you still had that 7 plus 4 kind of combination? Correct. Rinsha and Hanscom, they were there in the 2017 series as well. Didn't do much. Yes. Uh, Hanscom yes. probably did a little better than Rinsha did. But I don't know what they did in between. Like, what prompted them to bring these guys back for this super important tour? It's not clear to me. Because they have played in India uh-huh. before. I think that is the reason. And that importantly, Rinsha like... opened the last time he was here. That's he right. He did. Yeah, he did. Everybody remembers when he retired. He, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he retired. That's right. <laughs> Not hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Retired upset. Retired upset. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Warner, Kwaja, Labushan, Smith, Head, Carry. Right. So the the top six for me and uh, looks solid on paper. And Kwaja has been probably the only guy who's been on form. In the subcontinent, others have been hit on in the, in the test series. Again, going by the formula that everybody's fit and ready, they might rely on both Cummins and Stark to kind of do the reversing thing. That That is their other option. And I, I think they'll try to do a Wokey with Swepson uh, as well. So to offset Lyon, the sure. off-spinner with Swepson, the left-spinner. So... Going the other way has troubled the Indian batsmen in the past. So I'm suspecting they'll try this. And the 11th slot, Hazelwood or uh, Boland. Uh, Boland, again, I don't think has played outside Australia at all. No, not Uh, not once. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that leaves them with a bit of a gamble as to how he will cope up. He might have played in the Australian summer, but the... Indian spring is different. something totally different. So they might be looking at that. Maybe he'll get a chance, in, but definitely don't think he'll be their first choice. So that, that's my 11. So it's it's kind of a very conservative approach to my choosing the team. No, no surprises, but a heavy reliance on uh, bowling-led attacks more than that. Going to get interesting in the second test because once Green is fit and if Hazelwood wouldn't start come back, now... It's very difficult for them to leave out Hazelwood and Stark, even though Cummins is also there, because these guys are really great bowlers. Suddenly, they can only play one spinner because they want to play Cameron Green at seven or six. So it's it's going to be a little tight for them. I mean, there's a good chance that they might just decide to rotate Stark and Hazelwood. They can only rotate these two guys. They can't rotate the captain. Right. Yeah, because if so, Stark is fit for the second test, but Hazelwood is not. So at least for the second test, their problem may be solved. 
but they're going to have this problem for their third test because they'll have to pick one of one of yeah, two. one of yeah. two. That's one. The fact that for the first test they won't have Green, they won't have Stark, they won't have Hazelwood. Basically, their first choice pace attack isn't playing. I mean, like, which is basically the GABA formula that India applied. So I think they are waking up very quickly yeah. in the first test itself and like, okay, play my B team and we'll win. That's aside. I think. I mean, it's interesting. So Vasant, you're going with a six batter theory. Vijay is going with the five batter theory and five bowler theory. My own choice is Green doesn't deserve a slot in this 11 if he's going to play as a pure batter. I mean, he's come a long way, you know, from the the all the hype he got at the BGT when India went to play there, but he's come a long mm-hmm. way. But I still, I'm not convinced that he should, I mean, whether he will is a different thing, but he should play as a number six. So my choice is definitely going to be Renshaw again, because he versus Hanscom, but I think the Australians themselves are talking about Renshaw more than they're talking about Hanscom. So that's one. Other than that, yeah, I mean, Warner, Kwaja, Marner, Smith, Ed, Renshaw, like I said, I think that that pretty much, they all select themselves. Carey, Cummins, I've got Ashton Eger and not Swepson, unlike the both of you, as my second spinner. And the reason is I'm extremely influenced by the, the last Nagpur game, that Ranji Trophy game, where uh, Gujarat and uh, Vidarbha played and uh, like the third and the fourth innings were really swept by left-arm bowlers, each taking five and six wickets respectively. So I'm kind of influenced by that uh, input over there and I feel like Agar will likely get a chance to bowl. And of course, the last time Australia played uh, two spinners back at home, uh, the Sydney Test, they played Ashton Agar alongside Lyon. So I'm assuming they will just simply kind of go down that path. And, and he has that- played in India. He and he has played in India in the past. Yes, he has been. He has played in India in the yes, past. Yes, that's true as well. And and there's one, also one more point. We generally, Indian batters treat leggies very harshly yes. in India. I mean, they generally don't do very well. Yeah. On the other hand, left-armers and off-spinners do better they have the Indian lineups. I mean, we all saw how the Bangladeshi left-armers really pushed our team back. Even Shakib. Then yeah. also Mehdi Hassan. Shakib bowled very well. and Taijul. So that's as far as uh, well, the Australian team is concerned. And the Indian team, of course, I mean, the golden question is who gets to open with Rohit Sharma. Of course, the vice captain will probably have the shot at opening, even though Gil may be in red hot form. And of course, you know, since we know Gil can be accommodated in the 11, possibly at a number five or at even a number six, you know, I'm kind of wondering if they will take the chance of having Jadeja bat at five, basically do the the left-hand batter job that Pant was doing, playing up at five. Uh, And if Ayer comes back to the squad, I'm pretty confident Jadeja will go to five and uh, Ayer, who's had success at six, will stay at six. I'm unclear as to whether they'll do that with Gil as well and have him bat at six. That we'll find out. Or they may just, you know, go with the sky and say, hey, dude, you bat at six. There's a slim chance that may happen as well. See, my take on Gil, though, is the kid is in great form. I mean, very rare form. Number two, the guy has played big games. And he seems to be in a position wherein he's going to grab every single opportunity. He is in that frame of mind. I mean... Some of the shots that he hit in the last few minutes of that T20. Oh, the T20, okay. And both the 200 and the 126. I mean, that straight drive that he hit in the 18.5, as they say, and some of the shots, they were not brute force stuff. It was absolutely clean hitting. And 
he actually looked like the gill from the 2018 world cup back in under uh, 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 under the 19 world cup so he looked in fabulous touch that shuffle that got him into trouble nothing was there this is not as lethal an attack as uh, what he's going to face up to now but all said and done i have a feeling a lot of it was in his head and it's changed it's just changed and that's going to make a difference and maybe one day very soon his captain from that under 19 team <laughs> will also get rid of those cobwebs in his and head come back yeah and then come back to where he's supposed to be but uh, wasn't your kind of contradicting yourself then if gill is in a red hot form yes no place in the team <laughs> 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 those are i mean the reason you can't consider him is because all these inconvenient reasons around you know carrying a few other people right <laughs> yeah see but then if you're supposed to keep red hot form people then the weaker people have to be removed those with an average of 20 that's a problem <laughs> hey we have mahabharata coming up please it's a very brave call so my call by the way is KL Rahul i mean i think you know he had a horrible horrible series in bangladesh no doubt but he was very impressive in the last time he played against these guys and i also realized that the last time he's played a test at home was back in 2018 he since hasn't played so all the success that he's had opening has been in on sena pitches you know south africa england and so forth and and here is his opportunity to come back to a familiar pitch you know familiar home ground and make the best of it exactly what you kind of said about dart as well which i so i'm hoping you know this guy can finally make it big uh, get himself like a, a proper jumbo series four tests score 400 runs 450 runs something to that effect no but but but, nice. but our uh, our indian media their scientific appraisal of our cricket players who are newly married typically don't play well oh yeah that's right that's right that's right <laughs> there's one gentleman who got married between two tests on his debut series he finished the series with 100 as well as winning the man of the series no but that that should have been an arranged tambra marriage right which is an exception and a tambra marriage is typically a five day affair so is anything he was actually <laughs> <laughs> he was getting prepared <laughs> no but the jokes apart i would not be surprised if rahul has been pretty much told you're playing all tests yeah. unless you're injured and you're the vice captain you're playing all tests and yeah. you get your runs so it's a little different from the pressure he was when he was playing the white ball stuff or when he was captain and by the way after the third test anyway there'll be one slot opening up at the top right so gil can play there oh because our because some muscle will, will get, get pulled right yeah some muscle will get yeah, pulled absolutely. so he will definitely i mean when has he last played four tests on the trot probably never <laughs> you know he did in england In England, oh, he did actually, and he did play very well. He actually. did in England, and he played brilliantly. Very, very well. So that, that, he uh, played very, very well. Overall, second innings hundred was just mind-blowingly good. When he gets going, yeah. he is yeah. uh, quite a. Quite. No, all of these guys. When these guys get going, yeah. I mean, I look coupled with this bowling attack. There's no way the, the Australians ha- don't have a chance. Yeah. So the test starts on Wednesday evening for those of us on the West Coast. or if you are in india you'll have to wait till thursday morning and exactly <laughs> and yeah and then we have uh, hopefully the test will go into the third and the fourth day so that we have saturday and sunday to watch the game 
the battle of virat i guess that's a wrap on the first episode of the bgt and looking forward to a terrific series Absolutely. with between two very very good teams and hopefully all four tests go five days i think both these teams deserve a tight competition a good match just like what happened in several of the games in 2017 in 2001 in 2013 i mean yeah you keep on going year after year some of these contests have been absolutely phenomenal and with that it's a wrap for this first episode thanks everyone thank you thank you